What's up, Beef Talk fans? We got football on today with Derek. We got Drew, and Derek's our best uh, football and basketball announcer here. What happened to your Chiefs, though, against the Titans last week? Let me tell you what happened. The Titans cheated. Back on the subject. The Titans cheated. Because the Titans did not cheat. Let's just get that clear. You saw them try to kill Patty. No, I your offensive line, let them kill Patty. You saw them try. They paid the, off- they paid the offensive line. To let them through so they could murder Patty. Why is everything a crime whenever the Chiefs lose? Because there's no way. Well, the well, well, lose. Why is that? Why Why do you think that everyone's committing some sort of treachery against the Chiefs? Because the Chiefs should just never lose. You understand, Drew? Is it? But why shouldn't the Chiefs ever lose? They're normal, no? Aren't they like every other football franchise? Except they went through a few good years, but then there's also bad years that ensue. We should just anyway. We should just say about the Chiefs. Arrowhead, we have a problem. Because no, they do. Well, Arrowhead has many problems, including their offensive line and their defense. I'm just going to fix my, the problem with this Arrowhead. So, next question. Their offensive line starts with Orlando Brown Jr., who has been underwhelming this year. Then, with the losses of Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, it creates larger issues. And then, your running game and wide receivers cannot be as efficient as they once were. And then, on the, on the defensive end, it forces pressure once you can't get any offensive... Uh, scoring at all. What are you doing over there? Uh, Derek is twerking. (laughs) (laughs) Wake Forest just scored. Wake Forest just scored. Yeah, they're beating the Blue Devils. Well, well, anyway. A win's a win, Drew. We'll have the same record as the Chiefs, may I add. Well, well, the Chiefs' (laughs) defense is probably worse than this defense. Let's just be real here. I mean, even though Wake Forest gave up 56 points, the Chiefs' defense looks like Swiss cheese out there. You look like Swiss cheese. How exactly? Is it my nose? Yeah. yeah. What What about my nose? Looks like Swiss cheese. Let's, let's be let's be honest here. But then it's the same thing with you then. And the same thing with you. You got the same nose he has. I'm aware of that. Yeah, we have longer Jewish noses. <laughs> Not the point. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> so anyway, is the Chiefs' defense or offensive line the larger issue for them this year? Uh, I'd say the defense. The defense, because I'm saying, I feel the best like offense the is defense, a good defense. if the defense was good and it took pressure off the offense, then Patty could make the offense work because Patty's the goat. Well, if he's the goat, then why are the Chiefs three and four? Yeah. He's at best a baby goat. He's the goat. Just in he's a cat. So okay, so let's start here. Is he better than Tom Brady? Yes. No. Is he better than Aaron Rodgers? Yes. No. Is he better than Drew Brees? Yes. Okay. Again, I can go either way actually. Okay, look, you're saying that it it, it again. As he said in past weeks, Too small it's, a not, it's size. not a fair comparison. You're talking about two uh, many different quarterbacks, and three of them that you just said that you were comparing them to were from a complete different era of a QB, a QB that was not mobile, and then and, and they were all very good passers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is more mobile than you're giving him credit for right now. He's not mobile. He's pretty mobile. He's hard to take down, but that doesn't make him mobile. He's pretty mobile. It's so, completely different than what uh, the... Like, the type of quarterback you need now. I mean, you got Mahomes, you got Allen, you got Herbert, you got uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar it's, different. Lamar yeah, different. I'm saying but it, this is a completely different type of quarterback. It's a mobile quarterback now with the good arm also. So, basically, what I'm hearing is your quarterbacks that you just listed don't have the arsenal that, ta- that Patrick Mahomes has. 
Okay, first That's of all, Josh- arguably true, arguably not true. Because if you think about it, I think Josh Allen has a large has a larger arm though than uh, Mahomes just to begin with. But Mahomes is more. And, I think that Allen's more mobile. Yeah, Allen's more mobile first of all, and he Mahomes has a larger arm. Accurate. I think Mahomes more has accurate, more yeah. uh, trick plays. He's more accurate. I think the, he has an element of trickery to him that like Allen does not. But than Josh Allen. Yeah, agree there, hundred percent. He's smaller. Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. That might be true right now. We don't we don't know going down the road. Allen doesn't have any Super Bowls as you profess all the time. How many Super Bowls do you have? We just explained this topic. We've got as many Super Bowls as a glazed donut. <laughs> That's what it is. Zero. <laughs> That's the reality of the situation. But at least we're above five hundred this year. Now we're not three and four. And And tied with those Broncos, as I might add, for the last in the division. The Broncos aren't even a bad team. They're not a good one either. They're a pretty okay team. And Derek, tell me, did that 25-yard play by by, uh, Duke make you want to twerk in the front of the TV now? Oh, (laughs) yeah. Just just ask, I want your personal opinion. We're just teasing them a little bit while you're going to catch a pick right now. Did you? What was that? And I, I mean, I, well, it might have been a bad play, but it didn't seem like a pick to me. You played good. Well, anyway, to move on from that, is the Ravens' loss more of a reflection of them or the Bengals? Okay. I feel like the Ravens are the most unpredictable team, and I mean that in a bad way. Like, you never know who they're going to lose to, and you, you can never be like certain who they're going to beat. Because there's a lot of teams out there they've played that they should be beating that they're losing to. Okay, that's fair. Like one of my friends who's a Ravens fan, first thing I went up to him when I told when I, I told, asked him about it like, uh, a week ago, I just told him, call nine one one, and it's not because of their offense. It's not. It's because of how their defense is ranked in the twenties in the league. I believe it's twenty sixth. It is horrible. It's kind of like how the Chiefs' defense is this year. Uh, look, I, I, I'm I'm telling you, this is just how it works. The, re- the reason why the Ravens currently did not beat the Bengals and how why they lost them 41-17 to is because how bad their defense is. Not because of how good their offense is or how bad it is. It's cause of the- only and solely because of their defense. They- did you see how bad how like how bad their defense did when the Jamar Chase caught that ball and dribbled out of like three tackles? Three men were on top of him, and they still couldn't take him down. I think that this loss of the Ravens is more of a reflection on the Bengals. Because the Bengals have finally crossed that path between being a mediocre team and becoming a team that's a legit threat to win not only a playoff game, but potentially the number one seed. No. As they are right now, they are the number one seed. Yes, yes, because first of all, because conference wins, and also because they played one more game than teams like the Bills. Well, let's get an understanding of why they're actually where they are right now. Well, A, their offensive line has improved. Yeah. They've gotten healthier. B, when you have Jamar Chase on that offense, it opens up the field for other receivers, such as Steve Higgins and then Tyler Boyd as well. But then your running game with Mixon has been a bit better than it was last year, and, your, and the defense has been sturdy. When you have a sturdy defense with Logan Wilson, actually, he's been really great, and getting interceptions, you're getting some stops, it really contributes all around. So I think that... The Bengals are at a point where they've at least crossed the, th- the threshold of becoming from mediocre to very decent. Look, do I think they'll win the division? Yeah, for sure. That's a bold statement. I, let's look. 
They beat the Ravens. Handily. They beat... I believe they beat the Steelers. Because the Steelers are bad. And the Browns are just unpredictable. They'll either win games big or they'll lose games big. Just like how they played against the Cardinals. Big Ben's washed. Yeah. Um, but, like, here's the thing with the Bengals. They won those big games against bad defenses. The Ravens... Well, that's true, but they also the took uh, Green Bay out to the end. Yeah, the, Green, they did. But, and they only Bay, lost because... That Green Bay game was bad for Green Bay. That was just a bad... It was bad, yeah, it's bad for Green Bay, and it was also bad for the Bengals, because the Bengals missed two winnable field goals. Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't because they're a good team. That's because Green Bay had a bad game. Yeah, I mean... Put, it's a mix. Let's put the Bengals up against a team like the Bills. The Bills have the number one defense in the league. And they also have one of the top offenses in the league. Now, you have to understand is, what happens to the Bengals if Jamar Chase is covered for that whole game? But then you could ask the same question about what if what the Bills are without Stefan Diggs being anything important. They, things change, right? There's because a difference. The Bengals Cole, Cole Beasley is your number two, right? But then on, on the Bengals, you could have Tyler Boyd be your number two. You could have T. Higgins become your number two. Look, there's something completely much that you're leaving out there. Do the Bengals have that top cornerback like the Bills do in Tredavious White? They like don't. cut that man off. They don't, no. but Logan Wilson has more interceptions no. than Tredavious White does. So what? That means, he's in, that means he's in the right place at the right time. That does not that doesn't, mean that. That doesn't specifically mean that he's been defending him completely handily. Like someone it's like Trayvon Diggs. He has been ridiculous. He has made all those interceptions because he's a great cornerback. That's great like safety. saying there's cornerbacks out there better than Jalen Ramsey just because they get more interceptions than him. Yeah, like, that's just not, that doesn't that's make just sense. That's not true. Just because Tredavious Trudy, is so good that the QB's thinking twice before targeting the receiver that Tredavious Well, that's true. When, Trude, when Tredavious White is lining up, they don't normally even pass it as wet. That's, that's what that I'm receiver's saying. locked up. So that's why he's what getting less interceptions. Jamar Chase is locked up against. Jordavius White. What if Jamar Chase is cut off for that game? What happens to the Bengals' offense? Because well, the Bengals' offense has been very reliant on how Jamar Chase has done very, very good. Now take him out of the picture. Well, then you then you go a little bit heavier on the running game with with Mixon, and Mixon has been good, although his yards per attempt have been kind of low. I mean, three point eight. And the Bills' defense has been like so ridiculous against the run game this year, except Derrick Henry. Other than Derrick Henry... Well, Derrick Henry's defense. outpacing any other running back by 300 yards at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry... Even Derrick Henry contact is, like, number two compared to any other running back. Derrick Henry will make someone, like... Like, honestly, they, he might kill somebody if he runs into somebody on the street. I mean, like... like hey, with I, no pads beef on, muscles into him... You, you I, know, I, muscles I, into him, you're lying I can the tackle ground, him. All your bones are broken, your heart's probably going to stop in two seconds. <laughs> Yeah, it would, be, it would be, be an it would be an ugly stiff arm. Yeah, he won't even need to stiff arm. Really he'll, he'll just you need could to try put to a stiff arm to him and break your arm. Yeah, it, it won't <laughs> end well. Like you, you need like the the hand of God to like, <laughs> to survive a hit by him without any pads on, full speed. Oh God, yeah. with pads on, I'd still be crushed. With, with pads on, you'd be knocked out. <laughs> But I feel like the thing about the Bengals oh. is though, their O line like their O line isn't good. But because Chase is getting so many targets and doing so well, Mixon can run free because you don't know who to worry about. Right. So if Chase is getting locked down, I feel like Mixon's gonna get locked down too. You know, I'd actually compare the Bengals this year to what the Yankees were in twenty seventeen, like a, a young team that 
they're all flourishing at the right moment. But they're not there. They might not be there yet, but they're close to, like, getting to the next level. Although the Yankees went backwards. They never went any farther. They 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 got there, they hired Boone, and they went backwards. They just, they ebbed instead of flowed, which was the problem. (laughs) And that's really more due to hell than anyone else. But regardless of that analogy, the Bengals are for real. Well, going forward from that subject, are the Packers or the Cardinals more likely to secure the number one seed in the NFC? I have the Cardinals over the Packers. Okay, so why would you have that? I'm just curious. I just do. You just do? I feel like the Cardinals should have won that game. The they, they were on like the five-yard line. The Cardinals should have won that game. It was just the fact that A.J. Green was not looking. A.J. Green either way isn't A, paying attention, or B, it wasn't supposed to go to him. Like, if, let's just say he was looking. He probably would have caught that ball. And not only would he have caught that ball, but the Cardinals would have won. Now, what would this question be if he had caught that ball? It'd be a completely different conversation. We would be saying about how uh, how a Cardinals team would stack up against the Bucks. We wouldn't That's be true. talking about how they how they stack up against the Packers again. We would be talking about how they're they're going for number one seed against the Bucks. So That's the question. Well, to add in that, they, actually, where do you see the Bucks factoring the into Bucks? this? Do you would see you, the Bucks yeah. getting that number one seed? Uh, I feel like the Cardinals are going to get it. Yeah, I, I agree. The Cardinals are playing amazing yeah. football this season. Do you think it's because of their well-roundedness or specifically their offense? I feel like they have a pretty good defense, but their offense is amazing this year, too. Well, Ky- I think cool. Kyler is my number one for MVP this I have, year. I have him for MVP, too. Uh, and it's because he has a special mobility as well as a passing arm. That He's he, what Lamar Jackson could be if he could pass. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, he's what... Mo- if you have a baby between Mahomes... And Lamar. He's kind of the best of both worlds, if you ask me. Although I think Mahomes is still a better quarterback. I feel like if Lamar just gets some decent passing, because he's a horrible passer. If he gets decent passing, he'll be, like, the best quarterback. Hey, look, he's a horrible passer, but he's still a top-ranked QBR quarterback. Not the top, obviously. But he's up there because he has that amazing ability with his legs. Pause. Yo. (laughs) But, you know, Marquise Brown has improved significantly this year. So that really changes their entire complexity on the offense. Yeah, but look, even though Lamar Jackson still has to really work on his throwing skills, more, mostly with accuracy, because even if he's improved, that doesn't mean that'll stay like in, the, in a situation against a good defense. Like, that can actually cover those receivers. Accuracy really becomes pinpoint. And if he can't do that then we're looking at an entirely different situation there with Lamar Jackson. We're looking at that, like, can this guy lead the team into the future and lead the team to a Super Bowl? Not, like, short-term. All right. I can, t- I can totally see where you're coming from there. So, to move on, are the Jets going to go down this year after Wilson going down with a knee injury? They were bad with him. They're getting worse without him. He's a backup Joe Flacco. They just traded for Joe Flacco. Actually. So, not, yeah, and he's not even starting. Worse. It's Mike White. So they're really, they're going to start Mike White instead of Flacco? Yeah, and wow. They really looked at everything going on in the league. Oh, Cam Newton does have no team right now. Joe Flacco it is. <laughs> that is true. I mean, they, they didn't even consider Cam Newton. That's a great point, actually. Because it's the Jets. The Jets. They're, tr- they're not trying to do good. They're trying to get a good draft pick. That's what they're trying to do. They're, try- they're trying to get to that number one seed. They want to. For the trash. They're looking for something in the draft. You just have that that special 
bad on the field, bad in the front office makes you just like to see. <laughs> well, I disagree. I think that their front office is actually pretty good. But okay, Joe Douglas has done a nice job. He's had a, a very good draft each year. But the problem is, I think... It's never going to pull together. If, if you don't incorporate a little bit more on the offensive end, it's going to be a problem. He, Quinn Williams has been very good, and I'll give him that. That was a hit. Jamal Adams was traded, so that was also a hit, but they had to trade him. Marcus May was a hit. But overall, I think that the Jets, is not they're not going to be affected too much by their free agent signings. Right now, they just need to focus on doing well in the draft. The Jets, though, were going down, though, before this all started. I think that I agree with Derek here that even though Wilson's go- going down with an injury doesn't necessarily help them uh, to have Wilson. No. So, moving on. Yeah, um, moving on from that. Will the Chiefs be Big Blue this week? Yes. We have to. I don't think they have a choice in the matter anymore. Yeah, too. If they lose to the, if they lose to the Giants, they're gonna be like they still have the respect because they only the only team they lost to were the teams that were above five hundred, and the, those are good teams that they played too. Like the Let Bills, the Ravens, Chargers, go and down, Let Titans. me tell you how this is gonna go down. How's it gonna the go Chiefs down? are gonna, the Chiefs are gonna beat the Giants pretty handily because the Giants suck. They are without Kenny Galladay. They can never pull a game together. Like. Like, the Giants are just not there. Let me tell you how this is going to go down, Drew. Yeah. We're going to beat the Giants. We're going to remember how to play. That win is just going to fill us with the, with the memory of how to play good above 500 football again. And then we're going to keep winning. Well, That's exactly how this is going to go down. You're going to keep losing. We're going to keep Done. winning. Allow me. That's an so, aggressive slap. But. La- la- last week. <laughs> Last week, you said that the Titans were going to lose to the Chiefs 45-23. to That's true. On the mark. So, I wouldn't have the fullest confidence in your all your predictions. You know what? So, this prediction right here, Drew, is the one. We're going to beat the Giants, and then we're going crazy. With what line? With what defense? Crazy. We don't need it. Oh, we got oh, Patrick yeah, sure. Mahomes. Sure, let's go cherries and happiness. Woo! We got Patrick Mahomes. I'm starting to you think... You don't have a line, and he'll be on the ground. I'm starting to think he belongs to a mental institution. We don't need a line. We got Patrick Mahomes. You, he is the line. Do you need a psychiatrist? We're going to summon Patrick Mahomes as safety. He needs some real counseling. He needs a psychiatrist. He's ready for the Chiefs. He needs some counseling. He's averaging two interceptions. A game, and he's taking them all back for six. Because he's the GOAT. Tom Brady could never. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So, moving on. Wh- which team will win the AFC this year? Me. They're not a team. You. The Chiefs. All right. Taking that as a prediction. Another bad one. Moving on. Done. I think that... The Bills will win the AFC this year is because they've got the best defense and I think they've got the most complete offense available out of all those teams. I think, I think you're the, ba- the Bengals are not quite there. I think they'll be like a three or four seed. Can't see them as number one. Uh, the Titans, they're be- a lot better this year, but I think we were only two yards away from being them or so. Some, and four. a team that has been so under the radar that I can't believe is the Raiders. The Raiders are five. The and Raiders two. are a fake. They always are. The Raiders are five and two, and they are already number two seed in the AFC right now. 
That they are everyone so is everything the Raiders do, do has to be taken with a grain of salt. Yes, I know, but like you can't just say that they're bad either. I never said that they're bad. I'm just saying that they're probably not going to make the playoffs if you ask me. But like every, they always get in there so under the radar, and, and they always no fall out so over the radar. There's a reason no one is watching. <laughs> We, this happens every year. They look like, oh, yes, we got to the next level. And then the reality of the Raiders sets in. And then they play the Chiefs. And That's what normally turns the tide, actually. They, they <laughs> play the Chiefs and then it's all over. I think, yeah, when did they, oh, they play the Chiefs? That's fine. I wonder when Yikes. they play the Chiefs. That's going to be the game for us. Well, that means you actually might have to win that game. That means I should slap the shit out of you, too. <laughs> Someone needs to slap the shit out of your face for still believing that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. We are going to win the Super Bowl. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. I don't think so. What seed? I don't think so. Are they going to make the 15th seed? I don't care how we get it. There's no team. Okay, done. You're saying those teams out there. November 14th, the Chiefs are playing the Raiders. Done. And we're going to win. Done. This year, I'm not even sure if the Chiefs will beat the Raiders. The, that's, that's this, a sad point. the bottom five seeds in the AFC are something as like they knew in ancient India as the Dallas, or also known as the Untouchables, because they are so fucking bad. Because they <laughs> that word that, that they would contaminate everyone else, and they are so fucking bad that no one can get down there. Not even the Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, you got the Jets. You got the Dolphins, you got the Jaguars. Like, they're in the depths of fucking hell. They're in Tartarus down there. <laughs> like, no, not even the Chiefs are going to be even seeing the daylight down there. I like your analogies. I like your analogies. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to the playoffs. Okay, Another we, reason why I think we got a delusional play. fan here. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're going so to the Super Bowl. Do you think that Matt Stafford or Kyler Murray has a better chance of winning MVP? Kyler Murray. Even though he has a QBR of 15 lower. Okay, here's the thing, though. Because Kyler Murray has caused the Cardinals, who were last year just a mediocre team. He has brought them out of the depths of mediocrity and into the, like, one of the top seeds in the, NFC, in the NFC. The Rams were already a, good, a pretty good team before Stafford came. Yes, but their offense was not. Look, Stafford has been very heavily relying on Cooper Cup. That's true, that's over, true. Over, like, every one of their other receivers. But Robert Woods has been good. Like, but not even close to the same extent. Like, Murray has, like, brought a whole diversity into the offense. Hopkins, Christian Kirk, all of them have been... Zach Ertz now, they're all contributing. Well, that's also due to uh, Arizona actually contributing from their GM part of the side. Like, right, if, if, if you actually have a GM that's going to get new players, it changes things. Stafford, granted, he was brought over. But besides Stafford, the Rams haven't really done a huge part in trying to get new players. It's pretty unfortunate, honestly, for their fan base, right? It, it, their defense has always been good, but their offense has always been kind of the same thing, except for their quarterback. Um, anyway, to move on to our final topic of baseball, will the Braves finally stop choking and win the World Series? No. Look, I, everyone's got to, like, hit the table. Knock on wood when I say this. Because every fucking year, every single time, the Georgia meltdown always happens. The Atlanta Falcons on the against the Patriots in the Super Bowl of 28-3. to 
Well, 25 to 3, was it? Whatever it was. It was 28 to 3. We all thought they were going to win. It does like the Braves going up 3 to 1 in the World Series. Do you want to know what happened? All those times, they blew it. Let's go. Every single time. Let's go. Every fucking time. Georgia, up a lot against Alabama, blew it. The Falcons, up a lot on the Patriots, blew it. And I don't want to see the same thing with the Braves. Because I hate the Astros. You know what, though? But the Braves this year have been I'm different. They're, they're, the this Braves. time, they're the underdog. And they're playing without Acuna. They're playing without Morton now because he just got injured for us this season. Who gives a fuck? The, the Braves' letdown will still be the same if they happen. The Georgia meltdown is fucking real. They really need to break well, you the know, streak. In Drew's case, they're actually setting it up because it's... They're already up 2-1 to one yes, in the series. that's what I'm worried about. But Ian Anderson had five in, no-hit innings, and there's only two hits throughout the entire game. So Doesn't if that you think, matter? If, uh, it does matter, actually. But w- when you're thinking about it in a larger perspective, if their relieving pen is able to shut out the Astros, it, it completely changes the entire dynamic of the series, right? The Braves last year had a pretty good uh, relieving pen, but it wasn't what a championship team was. And it it gave them, it gave up a few runs from here and then, and it caused them a lot of problems throughout the playoffs. I think that the Braves this year, even though they're less complete, I think they're more playoff ready because their playoff mindset is there. Sometimes teams do this where they need to get to the finals one time, they might lose, but then they have that championship mindset of we need to be there this time. And we, tell we, we know what's going on. Tell me something. Falcons were doing really good in the first half of the of that game, weren't they? Right? They were. So when you say all the how the Braves, Ian Anderson's doing really good. What game two, game three? Does that matter? They're not even halfway through the series yet. Well, I mean, technically, they have technically, so if the Braves won two more games, they fucking are fucking time to blow it. <laughs> Too much. I know. That's I, what I'm worried about. It's, it's uncomfortable amount of time for them to blow it. I think though, if the Astros win the next game then I would put my bet on the Astros. But if the Braves win, I mean, I think it's hard to say that you'd bet on the Astros. Are you not sure for the Astros? No. Yeah. Just Yankees fans. Because unlike... Aren't you a Yankees fan, say- too? I th- look, well, hopefully you're not a traitor on this one. Don't tell me you're a Mets fan. Let me do my research. He, has, he doesn't <laughs> even watch baseball, so who gives a fuck? Uh, Yo, he's going to choose the Dodgers. Then we could say how how unclutched they were, and they're gonna do the exact same that they think the Chiefs will do almost this year, probably too. Why not just pick the Royals? They're from Kansas City. Shh. They're just because they're a horrible team. Shh. Everyone be quiet. I'm picking the team. <laughs> Let's see who he picks. If I get a new bandwagon team. Are you moist to see my selection of teams right now, Drew? I'm waiting. What is the selection, my friend? So what are we betting on? I'm thinking of the division leader. I'm putting my luck on the Giants. I'm putting my luck on the Dodgers. Maybe the Astros. Maybe maybe the Rays. It doesn't matter. I, I think it's gonna be a div- number. I think it's gonna be a division leader. Or at least a, D- a second. Hmm. Second hmm. Shut the what do you got here? Make a decision. I picked my team. This will be my new team. The Angels? <laughs> They're ass! Is it because of Otani? Yes. This is my I new team. I didn't see that coming. 
Yes, but they're ass, yeah, even with yeah, Otani. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then let's let's mock them about the Angels. Now you're giving it. You're opening the floodgates. Hold on. What chose? What what, what made you choose the Angels? Let's just start there. Because ho- he just said he just told you Otani. The goat. No, I suggested Otani or Trout. And that's the reason. Because he, he's the goat. Otani is the goat. He's played one year of the great goat. baseball, and all the other years have been. Just good, not great. You're asking for too much. Good baseball is all we want. All right, trade. We got another trade here from New York. Doesn't want to choose the Yankees or the Mets. I mean, the Mets are already a disgrace, but at least it'd be a New York team. <laughs> you want me to be a Yankees fan, beef? You live in the area, so. I guess I live in the area. But no, you know what though? He roots for everyone outside of New York, so I don't see a reason why we should allow him in. No, you can't tell me what to do, Drew. Actually, I very much can. Just because of you, Drew, I'm going to be a Yankees fan. Right, okay. We can talk about how much we hate Hal together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about him, but maybe... That's he's not a good owner, so let's just put it there. Maybe soon we can talk about him. All right. Well, that's where we're going to end it there today. What about we'll see you guys next baseball? week on Beef Talk 9. See you guys there.